Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Wings, Beers, and Tears, your preeminent DMV sports podcast. This is episode number 72. Nice. 72. That's uh, Dexter. Dexter Manley. Yes, the Dexter Manley of sports podcasting episodes. Absolutely. <laughs> Except uh, we can actually read. So, you know. well, yeah, I think he can now, right? <laughs> I love Dexter. Eventually, yeah, right. Uh, that is Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Great to see you guys. Likewise, likewise. Wasn't sure if we are going to get together this week, but I'm glad we are. Jerry, what's going on, man? You know, living the dream, baby. Word. Living the dream. And I am Todd, and we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. So let's kick it off tonight with some tourney talk. Then we'll talk some caps, and then we'll finish it off with some very exciting NFL free agency news as it pertains to the local teams and league-wide. So the tournament is as fucked up and crazy is, as it has ever been, which is kind of, uh, kind of fitting for the times, I guess. Um, and despite the fact that the good guys are no longer in it, no Terps, no WVU, we trudge on, and, and uh, the Sweet 16 is, is local teamless, I guess you can say, uh, which is quite disappointing. But um, let's big, just dive right into it. One Big Ten team left. One Big Ten team. They got just demolished. They did. That's yeah. about, that's about the way to say it. Prove I mean, me, I'll, I'll give I'll give a little analysis that I kind of agree with. I, I heard a couple points, um, but it doesn't excuse the fact that when you are a dominant conference like they were, and you get that many teams in, to only have one going into the second weekend is fucking pathetic. <laughs> like if that happened to the Pac-12 or the ACC, we would just be ripping on them. Oh, so yeah. you know, Pac-12 yeah. was like oh eight no. I know they're doing great. Yeah. So, yeah, they, ah. remember I said that no sports are played west. Yeah. No, I completely, completely <laughs> go fuck agree yourself, with that Jerry. Hundred percent. That's usual, that. right? Yeah. Uh. Once again, I'm completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hey, let's start off with the WVU game because I got to tell you, I fucking hate Syracuse and I hate Bayheim. I didn't think they should have been in the tournament to be, to begin with. Clearly, I was wrong because now they're sitting in the Sweet 16. I didn't think they had a fucking chance in hell to beat WVU. I thought, I thought they were going to beat WVU. Did no, you? I didn't at the beginning because I didn't know anything about Syracuse. But once I mean, West Virginia had been playing good, but once they beat the Moorhead State team and Syracuse won, Jeff said, there's no way we beat Syracuse because we can't shoot, and they run that 2-3, which is a nightmare. Right. And Bayheim owns us with that. <laughs> so so. I, I, I did not watch the game from beginning to end, but I watched a good amount of it. And I must say, uh, you nailed it. West Virginia had no answer shooting over the top on that zone. No, I mean they got you know they got off to a slow start, mm-hmm. got getting blown out. Then they played better and took the lead, but couldn't finish. But you know Syracuse is one of those teams, man. I don't know why more people don't play a two three. You know, in a tournament, it's so they, consistent, right? And in a tournament, they've won as a higher seed, like more than, than any team in history. I know they're a pain in the ass. I don't like them, but I do respect them. Um, what do you think, Jay? Well, I, I I like to see when a team that are, that a lot of people say shouldn't have made it actually wins a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know what? The committee at least got that one right. Right. So it's good to see that. I mean, it stinks that they beat you know Jerry's boys there. I mean, you know, I would have rather see West Virginia go forward because it's somebody to root for a little bit. Um, I can't believe I said that about West Virginia, but rooting <laughs> for Jerry anyway. Um, you know, it's just Mitch is going to be like, pissed at you yeah, for saying well, that. <laughs> screw him. Um, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Now, but it's like, you know, we've been saying it for as, as soon as sports started back up that you just don't know this year no. about anything, any <clears> sport. And that, that's, I think the tournament's proven that out a little bit. There were some uh, mistakes made in terms of seeding, I think. I mean, how mm-hmm. little is, was an eight or nine, whatever they were? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, right. and, I don't, I, and I disrespect mid majors, but that was too low of a seed or high of a seed for them. 
you know, so there's a lot of little things like that that are, you know, bearing themselves out. But, you know, Terps, glad they got a win. Yep. Uh, didn't think they had much of a chance, although was, I was hoping, uh, you know, Ben would have an off night and Maryland could jump on them. They just didn't. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I texted you guys at halftime. I was like, well, there's a good thing that Alabama can't shoot like that in the second half, and they came out <laughs> the on fire. Same. Jerry, Man. I do this every single year, and I'm almost always right, except when it's my team, I swear to God. But you look at the law of averages in college basketball, and when you're shooting the lights out in a half, you better be blowing somebody out. Right. If you're not blowing them out, you're fucked. Yeah, they're only because, up by eight or whatever. Correct. Right? Yeah. So they were shooting at a ridiculous, in my opinion at the time, I thought unsustainable clip. <laughs> Joke's on me because somehow they sustained it in the second half. They went on a run there in the second half, and I texted you back, and I'm like, well, well apparently. Uh, apparently they can. Yeah, and I've, I was, I just turned it off and went to bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I couldn't. Uh, hey, kudos to Alabama. They're yeah, athletic they as hell. And, yeah. you know, if you can't score with them, you're going to have a hard time keeping up with them. Um, I mean, what a weird, what a weird tournament. I mean, so weird. Twelve Oregon States in the Sweet Sixteen. Fifteen yep. Oral Roberts. Eleven Syracuse. Um, yeah, you got your Cinderella. You got your Oral Roberts, but you just said it. Oregon State's a big name. Syracuse is a big name. Yeah, but they're 11, an eleven and a twelve seed, respectively. Eleven UCLA. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so weird. Gonzaga looks good. Michigan looks good. Yep. Um, <laughs> the, the the lone Big Ten survivor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but if you would ask me who the loan, if, if the Big Ten was just going to get fucking swamped, I would have said that Illinois would have been the last yep. team standing. I would have too, yeah. I think, I, um, I think in my bracket that I did with just myself, I picked them to win the championship. I'm very, very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, you got to be disappointed if you're an Illinois fan. I mean, yeah. you know, the way they were playing at the end of the uh, uh, the regular season and then the Big Ten tournament and then their first game, I mean, they looked unstoppable. Exactly. Um, I mean, one of these teams is going to go to the uh, Final Four from the Midwest. This shows you how disappointing it is for West Virginia. Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago, Syracuse, or Houston. I know. I know. I mean, the other, the other regions look pretty strong with Michigan, Baylor, and Gonzaga. Yep. Right? I mean, I would be surprised if those teams did not make it. I, I completely I agree. May, I may I get, you know, saying all the wet teams in the West suck and Gonzaga's never played anybody, but damn, they look fucking good. I got to tell you, man. They look really good. Again, we'll, we'll see what happens because every game is a one-off. I mean, there's no consistency in the right. tournament, right? And you're playing different teams and it's random, but they execute what they do offensively better than any team in the country right yeah. now. And that includes yeah. Michigan. I mean, they have good guard play. They have great size. They can shoot. We they know what's interesting. Defense. In the first two games, two of their stud guys have both been in foul trouble early in the first half. They don't play any differently. Right. They just, they, they, they're really, really good. I would like to see them lose. There's something about them I don't like. It's okay. weird. I don't know why. This is the year. This this year will have an asterisk next to most tournaments just because of remembering the lack of fans and how weird it was. And bubbles Not, and whatever it, Exactly right. This is the year I want them to win it. So they can get it off their back, and we can go back to saying that they suck and everything <laughs> else. But I, it would be cool for them coming up short so many times with such high expectations. I hope they come up short again. Well, I mean, it's it's right but there. I don't know now. I mean, that... I, I sort of blew them off last week, but uh, after I saw them play, I was like, Jesus, man. I mean, they're, they just look better than the, most they, other teams. Yeah, they look like a semi-pro oh, team, and yeah. other teams look like college yeah. teams, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I'm torn because I, I sort of said it last Oh, last you episode. fucking hate them. Well, I do. But it's like also, I, I know they're good. I just I hate them anyway. And I almost a part of me wants them to win just to shut me up and I'll talk about them anymore. <laughs> but then if they lose, I'm going to revel in it and say, of course they lost. They suck. You know, but you know that's obviously not fair. It's but it's just I don't I don't like teams that don't play anybody. 
and uh, you know this year it wasn't as much their fault because right. you know the, the you know the way everything was going but it's just i just i want them to win so they probably so they get my respect if they win they will get my respect mm-hmm. and they probably deserve it now and and who cares if they get my respect really but that's just i in that way i want them to win right you know right. you know different a little bit different reason than you but you know same same idea so one of the things I heard, um, Jay Billis was talking about it, and I think he's super reputable. Um, and there was a couple other, uh, it may have been Andy Katz or something like that. And they said what made this year so unique, obviously, is that teams more often than not played within their region slash bubble slash conference, right? Very few crossover games other than local teams and your early season kind of like gimme games, right? So they said in a normal year, you would have played, if you're a team like um, Villanova, you will have – you. You probably have played a team like Kentucky early in the year or Kansas, or you've gone out west and played a Gonzaga, or you've done one of those in an early right. season tournament. That didn't apply. So they said the big power five teams this year were almost at a disadvantage because they haven't had to game plan all year for anybody other than yeah. their like opponents. Yep. So you had these smaller schools, you're loyal of Chicago, that kind of thing. They only play like seven or eight guys, but they're super systematic. And if you're not used to getting yourself prepared for that, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck. Well, next thing you know, you're 10 minutes in. You're a couple points down. It's not going the way you want it to go, and you don't have that same feeling that you would have had in previous seasons. And they just don't – those teams that are so systematic, like you said, and this is why Gonzaga is as good as they are, because not only are they good, but they're also great systematically. Um, They don't have those letdowns. Right. They don't have that, okay, you got two points in the last eight and a half minutes. It seems like – I know we always rag on Maryland for that, but all these teams are running into that. Mm -hmm. Every team you'll see, you know – Oh, no field goals in the last four and a half minutes, six yep. and a half minutes. And it's like, oh, at least it's not just Maryland. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, you know? Well, let's go back to the first game real quick because i got to give it to, to Turge and the boys. I mean, they, they beat UConn, and the, the game was what we thought it was going to be. It was ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, UConn was very similar to Maryland in a lot of yeah. ways, and Maryland outplayed them. They they, they, I think they, they prepared, and they, they deed up really well. But UConn's shooting in the first half reminded me of a couple of those stretches of Maryland-Penn State where it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, are you even trying to score right now? Well, that's the thing. Everybody was all over this number. Like, oh, my gosh, they had this many offensive rebounds. And true, they did. But, like, 12 of those were missed layups that yep. they just got the rebound on and didn't yeah. do anything with. Or there was there was a sequence where they, they just hoisted up these last-second shot clock three-pointers from, like, 26 feet, and then you get a shank of a rebound. They're like, what a great offensive rebound. I'm like, it's like us playing 33 well, out in the driveway. The ball's going every fucking where. Well, at one point, they, <laughs> at one point, my exaction about the numbers was something like this. The 18 offensive boards, but only like 12 second chance points. <laughs> so how do you, how is that even possible? <laughs> so I wasn't that worried about that number. I'm like, right. right, whatever. So looking forward, Morcell's a senior. Yep. Galen Smith's a senior. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is juniors and, yep. and below. Do you think anybody opts out, goes, declares for the draft, either in the NBA or overseas, just to get out of school? That's a good question. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we have to let the dust settle a little Absolutely, bit. Absolutely, because Morcel kind of sounds like he hasn't decided yet. Right. For example. Yep. Oh, he um, can. They can come back. Yeah, seniors can come back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got to let the dust settle. We do know that they have a good recruiting class coming in. Uh, they got that stud guard from New York, and then the other one from ball, outside of so Baltimore. The question yeah. is, is do you want these guys well, to come back? And, and that's what I spot. mean in terms of like letting the dust settle. Now, isn't Jarius Hamilton gone? Because wasn't he? Uh, He's a junior. Shit, that's right. Well, Smith's I mean, a senior, but yeah, Turgeon may have to be a dick. He might. He you might know, have to. Like these yeah. cats who are like walk-ons. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is too. What about all these transfers that are going? Yeah. 
There, you know, they said there's going to be more transfers this year than ever. But probably by it's almost like fold. fucking free agency. Yeah, in a lot the transfer you know? portal yeah. in football is a, is a yeah. show. Yeah, it's it's, it's, out, it's out of control. It's, isn't it's it? going to be the detriment to the kids. Yeah. Because yeah, all yeah. these kids are not getting the playing time they want. They transfer, and then they realize, fuck, all the Power Five conferences, or those teams are gone. I mean, West Virginia's guys who transfer, they're all going to like Elon. Yep. And, yep. and they're going down. You're going to like Tulsa. Yeah. You're going now, to, you I know. mean, the studs, right? You know, the studs that left Tennessee because of the, the pending uh, suspensions and, and all that stuff that's going to happen. They're going to Alabama. Yeah. Like, they got this uh, linebacker. His last name is Tutu or something like that. T-O-O-T-O-O. Okay. He's amazing. And he's going to Alabama. So he's just going to sort of change his mailbox and go, right. go play right. for a national championship. Those guys will always be sought after. Sure. But the guys who are, I mean, if you're a disappointment at one school, I don't. There's you nothing know, to stop you there, now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why you think, you know, unless they're, you know, we, we don't know the backstories. But but the bottom line is, go on the transfer portal and you'll see hundreds of kids oh, with yeah. nowhere to go. Absolutely. And and Jake said it best with the basketball one. I mean, you're you're as a coach, it's you're 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 kind of like, all right, this is great. We have so many choices now. We can go out and recruit active kids there. But at the same time, it's kind of like if you've got that four or five star kid coming up, you really don't want. This average guy hanging on right now. I mean, because, do you really you know, want Ayala if this cat can shoot? If this kid coming in can shoot and score? I mean, I think the answer to that for Turgeon would be yes. Yeah, just because of his his court leadership and his experience yeah. and everything. I will say this, man. We we were hard on uh, Wiggins all year, and rightly so at times. But he showed up. He he yeah. was a fucking man yeah. against but, Alabama. Yeah. He was the one guy Maryland had that could match them physically. He's the one dude. Who maybe I don't pretend to know anything about him, but he I could see him having people in his ear. You know, I had the same well, thought. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, I don't think we were that we were we were hard on him in the sense we knew he could do this, mm-hmm. so he wasn't doing it. That's why that's right. why we were hard on him. Um, but Wiggins is is the probably the most interesting one, and I've already heard because you know I guess he prepped for he's I mean, he's going to be twenty three by the time the draft comes around. Interesting. Or at least by the time the next season starts. So yeah, it's I mean, like he ain't getting taller, faster, exactly, and more right. athletic. So exactly. that's just a year of less earnings. Yeah. So, you know, that's where you're like, you know, it's not, it's just about age at this point. Hmm. You know, now maybe he loves school. I don't know. The way he was crying after that game. Is he maybe, good enough to be drafted? Maybe not. I mean, but I think he would. I think he would. I don't think so. You know, I don't think so either. I mean, I've heard, you know, late. I just sung his praises about how athletic he was, but, but he's not going to be good enough next year either. Probably. Yeah, yeah that's right. not going to. That's right. the point. Is that's yeah, not going to yeah, change. Yeah. Right. 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 Good point. Um, so, and again, it actually may he may be less attractive next year because he's a year older. So, uh, you know, so there's that, and then a guy like Morcel. I mean, I think he already either has his master's or will, you know, this semester. Right. So what else? I mean, does he even want to be in school anymore? Does he want to sure. go to Europe? Go, you know, wherever. I don't know if he would so go G League Jade, or whatever. But Jade Brombat and Aiden McCool and Arnaud Rivaz had mm-hmm. a total combined 21 minutes. Their roster spots may be in jeopardy <laughs> if all those dudes come back, and then you have a freshman class coming. That's right. Which is weird because you're going to have way too many scholarship players. Well, you can't. You, you, there's a cap, even with the the relaxed rules. Right. Like, so someone, yeah, you're going to have to tell someone they can't come back. Right. Well, I'll let the I'll let the uh, the people above my pay grade figure that shit out. The bottom line, though, is Turgeon next year has no fucking excuses. 
Because he's going to have talent and depth. And I'm, I'm with you, Jerry. I think last year he got the rug pulled out from under him, like everybody else did. But that was his. He he had built that team to make that run for a couple mm-hmm. years, and I did feel bad for him. I felt bad for him too. This year he he got kind of a raw deal. They made the best of it, and they got into the tournament, and they won a game. So kudos to them. But let's not go fucking hanging a banner now. I'm with you. Now, let, let's go. Yeah. Let's win 23 games. If let's you're a middle a of the pack, if you're a middle of the pack Big Ten team next year, that's not good enough. And looking at the Big Ten landscape, a lot of the top dog Big Ten teams from this year, they graduate a shit ton of guys. Iowa's not going to be as good. Wisconsin's not going to be as good. Ohio State's not going to be as good. Right, you know, I right di- off I the dis- cuff. I disagree with guys who think that Mark Turgeon's done a good job. I, I do not. You're in ground zero. We've had this discussion. You're in ground zero of basketball talent. Yeah. You know? I'm, I mean, I, dude, I'm with you. No excuses next year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it. You know? You, you, you know, whatever. But his rep, nice guy. Great guy. Great guy. You're not going to get in trouble with him. He's a stand-up guy. He's not going to cheat. Yep. He's also not going to win in March. That's well, his. he has he has a win in a in a down year. Again, but he's generally next to it. But I'm once with you, you get to the yep. conference f- tournament and the NCAA tournament, he's one and done. Yep, he's a one and doneer. Which is why I really like to see them put together a nice run on the back half of next year. I would like him to tell Dante Scott. You don't have to shoot every time you get the ball. <laughs> I mean, I like Dante Scott. Don't get me wrong. But there were some questionable shots he was throwing up, which, I mean, if you're wide open at three-point land, there's a reason you're wide open at three-point land, and that means the other team doesn't think you're going to fucking make it. I love watching Scott play. He is like six different players all in one yeah. on every possession. Yeah. It's right. great. He, he doesn't really look that athletic, and he's truly not that tall. No, he's, he's not. a big guy, but he's yeah. not like super ripped. But dude, when he goes down the lane to throw it down, oh my god, you better get out of the way. Yeah. That dude's a fucking truck. Yeah. He, the, the 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 dunk he threw down against UConn, he started his run his his cut past the three point line, and I saw the pass come when he hit the free throw line. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> he Fortunately, remi- the UConn guy was like Ole. Yeah. He's like he <laughs> reminds me of one of those dudes that if you're the opposing team, you want him to make his first three. Because then he's, he's like, I'm in his own the rest right. of the game. Right. No matter what, if he makes that first three, I don't know. But no, it, I, I like that guy. But good UConn win. Yes. Um, you know, we'll see what happens next year. But they are bringing back potentially a lot of skill and experience. They and should have points. experience. They've got some toughness. And I'd like again, to if see they, get if they can inf- get an infusion of talent with the, with the freshmen. Yeah. And if he trusts them and if he really grooms them, he's got to coach them up, though. And, and you know. Let's see what he can do. You know, maybe maybe COVID has allowed him to turn a new leaf. Well, I mean, I think he's said it or somebody else said it about him. This is probably his best coaching job. Because, I th- but I think Jerry's arguing yeah. that, that that's all well and good. Yeah. But it, it's like it, being the best-smelling turd. None of them have been very good. Well, but this team probably should have not made the tournament. You know, that's that's where this team was going, and they did now that, again, that's for this year. That doesn't I, I matter get, for next year. I get, yeah. So, he gets. Um, I'm not saying he needs to be fired. I'm just saying I'm not. In, I don't think his coaching job this year was was outstanding. It was I, okay. I admire the way that they were able to navigate the situation, <clears throat> but they weren't alone. Everybody and he lost had to, to nav- fucking Penn State. Exactly, twice. they lost to Penn State twice. They lost to Northwestern. I have a really hard time getting those losses out of my brain. However, they beat Wisconsin. They beat. Um, yeah, sure. They didn't beat, they beat Ohio Illinois. State. They beat Illinois, Illinois which uh, it still boggles my mind. I don't know how they well, did Well, Illinois wasn't Illinois back then, but 
you know. I mean, yeah, they but they were like, still talented as hell. Oh, yeah. Without Ayala, too. Yeah. So. That's true. Every That's time true. you counted him out, he was able to rally the guys. And for that, I will tip my hat and say, good work. Absolutely. Good work. Now, let's go. Now, let's go. What are you going to do now? Because March 1st hit and uh, the Terrapin Club, uh, you know, vultures were like, hey, so it was a weird year. You ready to donate again? And I'm like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go. You know, I don't, I don't want you firing any coaches, uh, you know, yet, but uh, let's, you know. I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not waving the banner banner around. So, so do we want to pick the final a uh, final four? Do we want to pick matchups? Nah, nah. I don't nah, really give a shit. I know the bracket well enough. <laughs> I'm going to go with all the number ones, and in the in the one that I'll go with Houston because they're number two. I'd, I'd like to see. I'd like to see the t- the most talented teams make it through. Yeah. I love the old Cinderella Oral Roberts stories, and then I like to see them fizzle out at yeah, the Sweet I, Sixteen. I'd like to see <laughs> yeah, Michigan play that. Gonzaga. I'd That'd be, be great, that. you know. That'd be great. I'm not sure Baylor has the size. Um, they got that goofy whitey. They too. do. They're athletic as they shit. They are. Though. They can throw it God up. God damn, anywhere. man! And they shoot from anywhere. They, but, they just but have, Gonzaga, you know. I can just see them, you know, talented wise, banging on them, and yeah, because they can see that. D up too. So, yeah. but I think Michigan's got a, you know, they're <laughs> they're well they're well constructed, man. They're good, you know. Well, I'm pulling for I guess it's the East bracket, whatever Maryland was in, because. I either would like to see Michigan go or uh, or Bama. You know the whole theory of I, you know if what, we, the team we lose to right. makes a good run. I feel better kind of. And, thing. and and I think what was nice about that game for me was there was nothing contentious about that game. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well officiated. I thought it was yeah. well played. And they're just athletic and better. Yep. And and I'm glad that Maryland didn't get completely blown out of the building. I mean the score was was quite yeah. you know lopsided, well, but, but we again ate at halftime and we were there. I think we got it under. Under double digits a couple times in the second half, and Bamo just played about as good a game as they can play. Well, and, I, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think most people would probably say they did get blown out, but I'm more with you. That, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, Bama has more of a normal shooting game, makes four less threes. Maryland just hits one or two more. That's, I mean, you know, of course, if if if, but, right, but right, you know, but it was talking about a six or an eight point it, game. It wasn't. And, a, it know. wasn't. I mean. As a fan, I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was a complete disaster. Like a lot of people seem to make it out. No, I didn't either. Um, I mean, hey, we put up what seventy seven, seventy seven. Yeah, I think so. Jesus, you yeah. know, told me they were going to do that I'd be, before the game. But like, sweet, yeah. you probably don't win, but hell, I'll take it. Maybe eighty to seventy seven. You know, whatever. But, right. You know. Um, yeah, I did, I really just maybe it's because I was expecting it for the most part. Maybe it's just because hey, you know, I'm glad they made it. It's you know. Maybe the last time we're going to see Daryl and mm-hmm. you know and, and Aaron and guys like that. So you know, because the way you know Wiggins was crying when he went off made me think he he knows he's done. He's done. Uh, it could have just because of his yeah. last game of the it season. Very well, but, uh, but I be. think um, yeah, that's usually a general. You know, yeah. And just what you've heard again, it's not even about you know the cases where it's it, somebody in his ear. He's just he's getting too old for this. It's, right. It's that simple. You know, too old for this shit. Yeah. And it's not like he's what he goes to Wisconsin or something where they're all like thirty, but um, you know, <laughs> and they, they are. It looks like hickory. hickory <laughs> it really there. does. It really does. All <laughs> right. So let's turn our attention to. So I'm excited to watch. You know the 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 second weekend again. The Sweet 16 games are fun because you got a couple upstarts. The Elite Eight and the Final Four are where it's at for me. And I want the most talented, the best teams yeah. to be playing. And I want I them to be playing will. well. I, think I want to be entertained. I think that I think the higher seeds start to pull away. So yeah. is it Saturday? Do we not play again until Saturday? Correct. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. This is weird. <laughs> uh, just, just roll with it. The Maryland Terp women. Oh, rolled good holy Lord. shit! Yeah, I mean, I mean. That, honestly, it's hard to watch women's 
basketball until you get to like the final eight. Because I think the final eight is very exciting. Because you can have like Maryland's a two seed. They played like a seven seed and they won by 40. Well, they put up 100 points. Yeah, nobody wants they to see that. They actually just set shit. the record for the first two rounds in the tournament. Yeah, nobody wants to see that exactly. shit. But then, you know, now they're going to start to get the South Carolinas and. Yeah, because it looks like they might play the winner. And I think UCLA is the three seed in their bracket, and they're good. Yeah. And so that's who they could get in the Sweet 16. That would be a tough one. It would be. Yeah. yeah. All um, right. So let's turn our attention to uh, the Washington Capitals, who continue to. Uh, have, have had a weird schedule, man. That's a really weird schedule. Um, you know, um, had too many days off for my liking. Before we go there, yeah, yeah. can we talk about Tim Peel? Yes. All right. So the big news in the in the NHL world today, and Jerry, I don't know if you're privy to this information, but... Yeah. What the fuck? That guy got fired. Okay. Yep. So here's the quick summary. Tim Peel is a veteran official who's revered by many players and pundits as one of the better ones still left in the and game. You know me, but I would, st- I would agree with that. And he... You know, they had the hot mic on, and he called a penalty and basically said, yeah, it probably wasn't, but I was waiting to call a fucking penalty on these guys. Kind of like to even things up a little bit, or it's been a little lopsided with the calls. And the NHL fired him. So he's gone. Jeremy, I'll let you take the floor before I go on my rant. Yeah. Well, I mean, I my first thought was, ha, huh, this is hilarious. Get rid of the bum, because I just love – when official uh, to me officials at times deserve to be embarrassed because you know it's like I know you know I know I hate officials that's just that's my bit but you know some games I'm watching I'm like you need to donate your salary to charity after that game you certainly don't deserve it that was ridiculous and the thing was appeal it's so funny I wonder how much has played into it I don't know if it was five ten years ago now and I fly from making where he was talking to I think it was just it was a media member or something like that and they were actually sitting back doing shots tequila having a good time at a bar and he just sort of talked about how Hey, this is I manage games. If there's been three or four in a row against one team, it's gonna the next one's going against their team. That's just that's how you've got to manage games. He's basically admitted to this before, just not specifically on mic during a game about a specific call. So this is so unsurprising. It's not even funny. I don't even know if that's a word, but it's not even funny. So so what well, my question was though is sometimes you call a penalty to set a tone because the game is getting out of hand, players are acting up, and you want to control it. Is that what was here, or did he just say, fuck it, I want to call a penalty on Nashville? I think it was. I think they probably went in in, at intermission, and they usually get a little quick recap from the league as to how things are going. And he's probably like, you know what? Nashville's not that much better. How come, you know, Minnesota hasn't had, because it was Minnesota, right? I don't remember. Whoever it was. How come they haven't had a a call yet? It was like three hour one. He's like, next one's got to go on them. Yeah. He was probably like, you know what, next one. So he saw something that was marginal that he saw. Which happens all the time. Okay. So here's, all right. So here's my quick rant on it. It happens all the time. These guys are human and they are flawed. They also have bias. When people go, you cannot have biased officials, does not exist. If you have a human refereeing the game, there is some sort of bias. Might not be towards one team or another. It could be a style of play. It could be they're the even Stevens of the world. They could be the straight Arrogeneros. Human bias exists in everything. Officials well, yeah. are not immune to that. You get a guy who gets kicked in the face by Char and they call a high stick. Right. Really gets right in front of him. Correct. <laughs> like, so my thing right. is the league... I have always said I love the NHL because it's one of my favorite sports. The the league office and the way it's run from the top down is nauseatingly bad. Mm-hmm. They fuck up every single time they have an opportunity to set a good tone or make themselves look like a reputable league from the management standpoint. They completely fuck it up, yes. and they did it again. And here's why. Tim Peel was about to retire in May. 
So he's already on his way out. So you're not really making a statement. That's number one. Number two, the statement came from Colin Campbell, who's the biggest fucking fraud <laughs> that's ever been in a front office position in, in major sports. Jerry, here's a little background on Colin Campbell. He once held a disciplinary meeting for officials to sway them to call certain things a certain way directly because his kid at the time was getting his ass kicked because he was a smaller D-man <laughs> and was just getting rocked. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. He has been. He has actually been changed. His role has changed in the front offices of the NHL brass because he's such a corrupt asshole. So when he comes out and he's like, the, the, the integrity of the game and... Shut the fuck up, Campbell. I can't believe he's still alive. He's a fucking fossil. <laughs> Hate that guy. Piece of shit. Well, I mean, I'm not going to defend Tim Peel. I don't really care. But what he did was not out of the realm of any other official, in my I, opinion. And he was retiring. It, it was, yeah. What was a little fucked up is on personal. I mean, maybe he deserved to get it out, but he was retiring at the end of the year, and they cut his balls off. Yep. You know, they could have done it in a way where suspend him um, or not let him ref as many games. I don't know. Well, just, this it, is exactly like the Wilson thing. It's purely for image. It's That's image and, and PR. Well right. said. Well said. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that guy. I do care about Tom Wilson. Yes, I do <laughs> um, care about Tom Wilson. So they play, they've had a little bit of time off. They have. Had a little bit of a, a break. But at the time, I didn't like it. But then, you know, Oshie and Ovi took maintenance days mm -hmm. for yeah, various they were reasons. Back today, so, though. you know, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Who knows? Um, yeah, but you, you you guys know we we had a heater there, and we now we have some time off. So it's I suspect we'll have to we'll come out groggy like we always do. Except I, I was surprised by this, and maybe it was just a, the stat was incorrect. It came up this morning on I guess it was on the, maybe it was yesterday on the junkies. There's something like fourteen four and two in the you know last whatever that is, how many twenty games after a three or more day break. I oh, couldn't great. believe it. I was like, because I guess they told Eller that, and he's like. Oh, thanks. Guess we've got to live up to that now. See, now, Eller's <laughs> the one that's worrying me because he hasn't played in quite some time, and he's still well, not back, and he is such a key piece to this team. You know, listening to him on the regular day, it sounded like, I mean, he's always upbeat, the nicest guy in the world, but he made it sound like he was going to be back next game, but it doesn't sound like it from what I'm hearing from Dude, the on-ice reports. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I was like, I, you know, being positive, like I try to always be, I was like, okay, you know what, they said, sit out these two. And you basically get a week and a half off because we got four days, you know. For, right. So just sit these two this weekend and get the extra rest. Well, because the next but, two games are back-to-backs, right? Yeah. It's Thursday, Friday. I would rather play Boston ten times in a row than the Rangers. It's a bad matchup. Yeah, Rangers are a bad what matchup. What the fuck did they I don't do? Know. What, what did they do? We're a bad matchup for the Islanders. Uh-huh. We're a, And the Bruins, honestly. And the Bruins. For some reason, the Rangers line up great with us. And honestly, Jersey gives us trouble. Yeah. You know? And of course... What we got? We got uh, Devils tomorrow. And then Friday. And then Friday, then we got Rangers-Rangers, and then Islanders-Devils. Yep. Well, six games, we got to go four and two. Yeah, I mean, eight to ten points in those in those games will be, you know, would be would be just fine. Well, they over, um, last time we did that grouping of how many points we want. They, they, went, over. they went over it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, so. And that was without Wilson. I know. I wonder yeah. if... Yeah. Is there something no. too that maybe they no okay no, I, mean, I just well, didn't know if they if the lines guys stepped it up they you know they've well, gotten different roles and stepped it up guys definitely stepped it up and also I think you know they, they all love, they you know, they love Wilson so like we want we don't want to lose games when he's out and make him feel bad I mean honestly, right. so they're they're stepping up a little bit um, what's gonna be interesting to see is when Eller gets back too who you sit I know, I uh, know. Japers had the poll yep 
Um, and honestly, for me, I, I hate to say it, but I said Sprong because me of, too. of the role. It, it, just because of the role. I, I completely agree. It's nice having him on the roster, though. I had I no idea his hands were as good as they yeah. are. I, just, I love watching him shoot the puck. That guy, his release is great, uh, and and he can stick handle in a phone booth. Yep. I mean, I I just did not know. I knew he had wheels. Mm-hmm. I knew he was a good skater, but I just didn't know he had a little bit more, uh, you know, of of that kind of game. Um, and that's a nice depth piece to have yep. down the stretch and going into the playoffs. Um, you got to have snipers, man. Got to have guys that can score. All right, trade deadline. Anything. Do you see the Caps doing anything? I really don't see them doing anything. If they do anything, it's going to be one of the, it's going to be a depth guy that they don't really care about, and he could go the other way for like a draft pick. Yeah, I, I could see them donating somebody <laughs> to somebody else and, and getting like a pick or something. But I really don't think you're going to see everyday players move, and I think that's league wide. There's going to be very few truly, you know, big moves in my opinion. Well, those are also the quarantine rules. I that's is it correct. just Canada that, that's the issue or is that's it you correct. Move? Okay. Yeah. So that you know, you're not going to see teams go from Canada to the US or vice versa. So or players yeah, cuz they got to wait 2 teams. weeks. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, so which is so dumb by the way. Is. By the way, the last time we talked, last time I saw, I have no idea if this is still the case Toronto was falling apart. They've been struggling. Okay. Um, I think they good. split good. the weekend series good. or something like that. Right. But. Look, they can score, um but but that's caught up to them a little bit because that they are they're not multifaceted. They're right. not nearly as tough. Having Simmons go out really hurt them. It did because that was that veteran presence that they needed and the toughness. They got Jumbo Joe. He's great as the veteran guy, but they just need somebody to get in there and muck it up. And Simmons is really the only guy they have that that can do that. Agree, one hundred percent. The other thing too is I feel like and I don't follow them enough to know maybe they weren't that great last year either. But you know, I feel like Anderson was a. Uh, a constant. There was no no worry about him in net okay. before now. And now he's basically a disaster. He practically lost his job. He might have. So, Jay, the guys I, f- I follow on Twitter, you know, your, your Mises, yeah, your Chemis, Chemi, yeah. Mr. Butter Chicken, all those guys, <laughs> those guys are hardcore Ontario Toron- Torontonians or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The whole city, they just want to kill Anderson. <laughs> They're like, dude, make a goddamn save yeah. when we need one. Well, he's, he you started if you thought year, we were hard on our goalies, oh, yeah. dude, they are killing him up there. You know? Um, I feel kind of bad because he seems like he's a good goalie, but I don't know what's going on. I don't either. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, man. You know, he he can't. There was a game. I guess they lost. I think they lost to Ottawa like six three a couple weeks ago, and they were like, Ottawa could have scored ten goals, (laughs) and their metrics guy said Ottawa only had like two high end scoring chances, (laughs) and they scored six. And he goes, they probably could have scored ten. It was like you know the old beach ball just going in on Anderson. So, uh, all right. So um, we are. Two points down from the Islanders, but we have two games in hand, um, and we are four points up on the Penguins, and we have one game in hand on them. Uh, so the that's Bru- your top three. The Bruins have only played 28 games. We got eight up on them. Flyers are at 34. We're 10 up on them, same amount of games. See, and that's, to me, the next couple weeks, if we can continue that 10 to 12-point gap yeah, between gotta- us and five, yeah. making me feel better and better. Yeah, because again, honestly, it really doesn't fucking matter if they're one or four. You just read off those teams. I could see any one of those series between the Caps and either the Flyers, the Isles, or the Penguins going seven games and being a knockdown, drag it out series. It honestly doesn't matter. Now, I'm sure it will, right? But right now, right now, the Caps play the Penguins. Who gives a fuck between if they play the Penguins first well, or the Islanders first? Let, it's still going to be seven. More six. than ever, it really doesn't matter to your yeah. I, hundred, I mean, I would always point to matchups, even though you basically, if you want to win the whole damn thing, you got to beat whoever's in front of you no matter what. Right. I mean, yep. As we saw. Yes. But this year, it matters even less because we, 
it's sort of like you know the, the way we're talking about the Big Ten. You're only game plan for your your teams. Well, that's yeah. what you did now. Right. So there, the, those two, the, the first two series, and hopefully we get to see two in Washington, are going to be brutal. Like oh, it, yeah. It does not matter. They're going to be freaking brutal. Yep. The, so the only thing you say about teams. the Canadian teams, though, is that they, they're they not going to be – now, playoff hockey is all obviously different, but they may come out of their – the winner of that division may come out fresher than the winner of the East, who is going to be – they'll be bloody. Yeah. They so, were, yes and no. I, I think. But. but there's also toughness. There is, but it depends on which Canadian teams are able to – clear the top and make the playoffs because Edmonton and Calgary are dirty and nasty and tough. Edmonton just also has high end skill, but they got some, those, those series could be absolute like barn burners in a different way and they could beat the shit out of each other. I can't lie. I'm a little bit tired of Connor McDavid. I know he's amazing. I get it. He's he's a video game player. The guy guy walks on water. I get it. But the NHL will have him as like the play of the game. And there's like 15 that are better. (laughs) You know, like, it's like, come on. You know dude. what, though? It's a little like Jordan back in the day. It's like, oh, look what Jordan did tonight. It's like, well, didn't you see what Patrick Ewing did? Or didn't you see what, who? you know? I just wonder if he played for Buffalo, if he was Jack Eichel <laughs> doing the same thing, would he be getting the love from the TSA? Of course not. No. No, he's a, he's a Canadian media darling. Yeah. And he's he can he, back it up because he's Oh, he's, just, he's you know? great. Don't get me wrong. So it's the perfect, it's the perfect uh, recipe for them to just put him on a pedestal. And like mm. you said, it's, it's nauseating sometimes. He's Gretzky 2.0. He really so, is. I mean, it's just, you know. But he doesn't. I mean, he plays in a much tougher league now. Oh, you, I mean, for sure, fuck, for sure. Dude. No, no, no doubt. And not that I wouldn't take McDavid with my first pick to start a franchise. Yes. However, if I got the second pick, I think I'd be pretty happy because I would get McKinnon. Hmm, McKinnon yeah. is the fucking well, man. I, I love the way he plays. If we're talking Edmonton, I, I've, I've been a Drysaddle guy. Drysaddle's so good. He's got the coolest name in the whole league. So good. He's just so silky smooth yeah. the way he plays, just, man. He's, he's kind of my. You know guy, who I really too. like is that Barzell Cot, the kid oh, yeah. from <laughs> Islanders. Ridiculous. I mean, he did this one, but like <laughs> oh, in between the legs, it was like I was like, and you know, because he's stymied a little bit by the by the the system they by the system they play. You know. Yep. So, he's he's absurd. No, he's, yeah. he's, yeah. he's one of the top five in the league, I'd say. All right, so go Caps. Hopefully, uh, you know, next pod we're talking, you know, well, sitting in there. In one the of those cream should couples. be rising to the top now. Should this be. is where you get the separation. Yep. You know, the the Buffaloes have tapped out. The You know, I would assume Poor the Rangers Buffalo. have tapped out, with the exception of when they play the, <laughs> uh, when they play the, the Caps. Yeah, it's a tough matchup, man. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. It's weird. The games really aren't that entertaining either, to be honest. There's like doesn't seem to be a whole lot of animosity. There's not a ton of scoring chances. Yeah, a it's bunch of Russians drink. on. The, <laughs> they're just probably planning yeah, like smoking cigarettes like between so shifts. So many freaking Russians on the ice. <laughs> well, you know the Rangers. I I think I want to say that the Rangers are more of a victim of the the, the the five above them. The five teams above them are just that good. Yeah, they're not bad. I think they're clearly better than Jersey and Buffalo. I think you're right about so, that, Jay. You know, and I'm, yeah, maybe I'm just justifying the Caps losing to them all no, the time. No, I think you're right. But I just think that you know if they were anywhere else, they'd be in the fight for that fourth spot in the mm-hmm. other division. I really right, do. right. I mean, they've had a weird year. Yeah. The thing yeah, with yeah. Putin and... I know, <laughs> and I know. Who knows what the hell's going on there. Yeah, that's a mess, man. All right, so um, one thing I am looking forward to seeing is possible fans at Cap One Arena starting April 1st, right? Nice. I hadn't really paid yeah. attention. I thought I missed your tickets. <laughs> I well, miss your tickets. I, I'd be way down the list of the two thousand that would be getting. I know, I know. <laughs> now not that exactly I, walking that red. Now carpet. that I'm fully vaccinated and I'm going to be having unprotected sex <laughs> wherever I go. Um, I don't think you got the right vaccination, but yeah, okay. I still, I still, uh, 
You know, I mean, I, I'm gonna we're, we're we're looking forward to. I think we're going to Nashville, so we're nice. we're gonna start. Holly and I are both fully vaccinated, so I understand there are different strains. And Jesus, I'm not trying to start that conversation, but <laughs> no, no, at I, some point, I'm I, I feel a little bit better about going to, um, you know, to sporting events. Yes, but concerts, I whatever. Am, I am not interested in going to a concert where I'm there's fifty thousand people and I'm standing no. right next to them. I'm talking about a concert like right now. They're doing seated shows. They're doing like acoustic and that kind of stuff. That's a great start. Yeah, you know, let me have my little bubble, my own little table. I want table service. I want to sit. I want to listen. I want to jam out a little bit. Then we can progress to the bigger right. and better stuff. You know? So I mean, I will say this: um, it's kind of ridiculous that you can't have fans. Like MCPS is going to play their football games. You can't have fans. So we played St. Mary's Riken, and they they had all their parents there. I understand you don't want fans, but I'm talking about parents. Mm-hmm. And nobody died. Nobody got sick. Uh, everybody was sitting apart from each other. Um, I do think that's a little bit ridiculous that you can't, you know, I, I, I don't know what they, these parents can police themselves. And if you wave to Todd and Andrea over mm-hmm. there and say, Hey, good, good job, George, you know, and right. you're six feet apart and you're sitting with your spouse and go watch a kid. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't unfortunately understand. they have to, um, they have to make rules for the lowest common denominator. Well, they just have, they, it's all PR. It is. It's all PR. Um, but uh, like I said, I don't understand it. But at the end of the day, the kids are going to play. Uh, the MCPS thing was was crazy at mm-hmm. the beginning because they right. said no, and then that didn't make any sense <laughs> uh, because I've been practicing for a year and I got COVID. But that wasn't because of football, right? Um, it was from an office situation. Mm-hmm. So damn, damn jobs. Yeah. So, yeah, but, so but 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 <clears throat> no, it's going to be nice to see. Um, sporting events start to have fans back, even if it's just a couple thousand here and there. Yeah. The difference it makes is incredible. Well, I think that it's going to. I mean, by the playoffs, the good thing is, is it doesn't seem like the NHL is going to quarantine again for it the does playoffs, not. right? Yep. So that's going to be good because maybe the Caps will be a little bit more fucking interested this time. Yeah, you know. Yep. I mean, that was just disheartening, and I don't know if it's Reardon. Or the Baker coach who's still there. I don't know who's the fault, or maybe it's just the lack of leadership from the players. But <laughs> the Caps will do better if they're sleeping in their. That's own gonna beds. haunt you forever. I swear to God, did you bring that shit up and you get so angry? <laughs> I just don't understand when you have so much talent and you bow out like you're not even trying. Yeah. I mean, it was a sweep. It was like the three of us could have been on the line for the Islanders and scored. Yeah, that and was. I not, can't even skate. That, that, that was not a whole lot of fun to watch, right. admittedly. Um, but it's behind us, and yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, now, see, we're 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 a regular season juggernaut. I just, I, I kind of like the I, I like the toughness that Laviolette brings because there's not a whole lot of drama there. Like, I love a guy like Torts, for example. Love Torts, right. but there's always fucking drama. He's there's always, always a diva. Drama. Yeah, he's like never Laviolette had. could give a shit whether he does his interview or not. He's kind of like, yeah, you know, did some good things. Didn't do, you know? Let, let's get back to the ice. Let's You're practice. Right. Let's You're do right. whatever. I, I kind of no like complaints. His, you know, I just like to you know let's let's get going. Yeah, let's roll now. Yeah, yeah. Kuznets off Verona. Kuznets off Verona. Kuznets off Verona. Kuzi's playing better, more consistently oh, too. He's playing much better. Yeah, um, Jensen is. God, that guy's got to get a C. I mean, he's got to get the well, C on him, dude. He's tearing it up. Uh, he's fuck. playing great. He, you know, he's Hall just said, hey, Jerry, go fuck yourself, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up today with uh, some free agency talk in the uh, in the NFL and. Uh, Washington football team, man, we, we, we were banging the drums a couple weeks ago for getting somebody on the other side of McLaurin yeah. so that he, you know, there were some weapons and uh, Samuel has, has arrived. They're definitely improved. 
I mean, I'm happy. He makes with a big Samuel. difference, right? Yeah, and I mean the Galladay uh, contract with the Giants, dude. The Giants got fleeced by all these other teams coming in and making all these offers. Man, I'm so glad we Four stayed away. Four years, seventy two. I mean, I, well, dude, he's a good player, but that's like, I mean, he's that's like Julio Jones money. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, and, yeah and, that's like, I mean, he's not that type of player. He's not elite, elite. I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, he's good. I'd like him, but not not for that contract. So, I mean, you know. Fitz, I think this will be one of the better offenses for Fitzpatrick that he's had because he's got a decent tight end. He's got two decent wide receivers, um, hmm. and his line is okay. Um, it's great. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have, Brandon we have, Sheriff, we dude. We have a fucking $18 million guard. <laughs> um, Brandon Sheriff's going to anchor the line, Jerry. Don't you worry. <laughs> what it does, it, it allows you to get flexibility for the draft. I, and I, now, th- I thought he should have gotten $20 mil. <laughs> And now you're yeah, well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And now you're now you're in a position to just simply draft the best position. Yes. I mean they need a they need linebacking help in the worst way. Yeah, I'm I'm com- I'm coming around with you. I think they need, they need an impactful defensive player, right. whether it's a linebacker or like fucking stud safety or I don't know. And what you pray is that one of those stud linebackers you're dropping because, you know, Mac Jones's workout today was decent, right? right. He was hard on himself, which is what you want to see, right? He didn't make all the throws. But he, you know, Trey Bur- Trey Lance, Trey Lance, it. yeah, Trey, yeah. his workout was pretty good, impressive, I think. Um, uh, you know, against air, but <laughs> right, right, but but nonetheless, what what you want is all those players get teams reaching for them, yeah, it's, that's and it, then man. these really good like yep. offensive tackles and linebackers just are dropping, mm-hmm. and you know, and who knows, it's all agent spin, but. Uh, um, one of these wide receivers, Devontae Smith, man, he's like six foot 170. Can he really take the, you know? I but, know. But so you, you never know. The receivers spin. are tough, man. It's it's kind of a 50-50 because there's been receivers that have come out, and I'm like, there's no way this guy makes it. And then he catches 90 balls, and he's, and he's durable, and he weighs a buck 80. But I don't Washington, get it. Washington's in a good position because they can just see who's going to fall. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to fall to me in a position that I can use him in. And it's going to be good value, and I'm going to take them, and I'm going to look like a stud. I, I, I completely agree with you, and it's so nice as a fan to to be at the draft now and not ha- to have to be like desperate. Don't for reach for anything or a certain you know no. position. It's not like they're going shit. If this defensive end isn't there, what are we going to do? I mean, like you said, they're they're letting the rest of the league kind of fight each other for you know the run on quarterbacks or whatever yeah. the case may be, and then they. They hopefully get a stud player that just falls to them. Kime said today that uh, Nikhil Henry or Harry, Nikhil Harry from the he was a first round pick for the Patriots, yep. and they're shopping him, and the Washington's monitoring that. But I'm not entirely sure he's that much better than what they. I'm, I don't think he's any better than Cam Sims. Okay, right. So uh, why would you trade for somebody that you already he's comparable to what you already have? Right. Unless they just think that you know he. He's been injured and playing with the worst quarterback in the league last mm. year in Cam Newton. So, right. Um, well, I mean, he's a first round pick, you know, as opposed to undrafted like Sims. You know, I, you know, I, to me, I guess he's got more speed, but I, I still, I'm, I, I, I liked Harmon his Harman, first year. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, yeah. You never know how he's going to come back. I mean, you see all the videos out there, but that's just, you know, by himself. Hmm. Um, but I, 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 I like what they have. I think they need to add one more piece, but that's all they need is one more. Well, well they, yeah. they're going to, and they're yeah. going to have plenty of opportunity. I think yeah. they just sit. I mean, I, what I'd like to see them do is even maybe trade back. If always, like we say, <laughs> I love. There's never a downside in trading back unless you have Peyton Manning sitting there and you don't take him. Right, right. right. But 
Otherwise, it's never a bad option. I just don't see. I mean, all the quarterbacks will be gone. You know, the dream scenario for Jerry is Micah Parsons drops from Penn State, mm-hmm. and he's that mm-hmm. linebacker. Yep, got some character issues, um, which don't concern me at all. Well, he's a bit crazy. Yeah, uh, he's, I, you know, he's had some allegations, uh, uh, you know, that have come out, but not substantiated. Um, he was the one allegedly involved in one of the guys where Franklin told the team not to talk to the cops about mm. the alleged sex assault that may have right. occurred. Right. Um, who knows if that's true. Uh, but um, I don't think the Skins are going to trade for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that is a weird... That is boy, a that really sour weird, quickly, didn't it? That is a really weird story. It is weird. Because it, a lot of... I, I always try to give athletes a benefit of the doubt, especially when lawyers make a pre- demand settlement you know right. it's almost like extortion right mm-hmm. but when you have 22 independent ladies saying you know and at and at the best day he's paying for sex yeah even if it's consensual so right there's good that's a tarnish i don't know really why they didn't figure out some sort of financial settlement to I, the whole thing is weird but and I'm, and I'm glad that we're not in what it does the, do <laughs> is race I, you know i think given um, given the the league's PR consciousness, I'm I would be worried about a suspension uh, for a few games, if not a criminal charges. You know, who knows where that's going to go, right? That yeah, true, true. But uh, so I would be wary of any team that's trying to trade for him. So yeah, but, it's nice not being in the market for Watson. And or, you know what you know. they 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 really. I mean, Mariota restructured his deal. He's mm-hmm. going to stay with Oakland. Yep. Right? And so they didn't have to give up a pick for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Didn't have to give up a pick for Darnold. They had to give a pick for Darnold. Now, that, you know, <laughs> what happens – let me throw out this scenario. And I keep, I've mentioned this name before. Let's say uh, Zach Wilson goes to Atlanta because that might happen. Right. Right. And Zach Wilson goes to Atlanta and, you know, the theory is as well, he can learn from Matt Ryan, which never fucking happens when you're the fourth pick in the draft. Right. A la Fitzpatrick and Tua. So uh, they start out two and four, two and five. Now Matt Ryan is on the trade block Hmm. because you got to get rid of him and his cap number is not nearly as bad as it then as it is now. Ah. Interesting. So, so after June first, his cap number is cut. His dead money is cut in half. I right? mean that that is a nice scenario to go through, but you can't bank on that. By well, any it's stretch. one that's pro- that probably will happen. So the, what? Why I like what Washington did is they're going to get a better. They'll get better production from the quarterback. Yeah, he, he'll be a in the top fifteen. Well, as you said, it's a massive upgrade. It's a what, it's an upgrade. To what we had, but so. it also doesn't close the door on the future. But if you're Ron Rivera and you have cancer. And you're in a win now mode. You're not. Well, I don't want to groom a rookie, right? You know, I I, I don't want to groom a rookie. That's fifty mm-hmm. fifty anyway. Sure. He, I would bet he has no interest in people like Justin Fields. I don't think so. And either. Trey Lance. No, no to me, interest. to me, I my guess is he's got three guys on his roster that he can trust for a game, for a stretch of games. Right. He thinks they're good in the room. He knows they're professional. He knows that they're you know they're not going to cost them games. And you he's know? not building for the future because he may not have much of a future. That's very for, true for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Sure. Well, I I just think with the quarterback that I my guess is they've identified a guy they like in the third or fourth round that if he's there. They may grab him, but it wouldn't be the same idea. Yeah, you're grooming him, but it, it, he doesn't have to hit. It's yeah. more of an insurance, you know, policy. Right. See what happens. If he doesn't work, doesn't work. So what? I would like to see Fitz 
Fitzpatrick sort of take the reins, mm-hmm. right? And, and say, I think he will. And I think he will, too. I think he will, hey too. Hey, guys, come on down to this location. Let's start throwing. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start doing that and, and just started getting a, a rapport. That'd be awesome. I'd yeah. love to. I'd love to hear some. Uh, you know, snippets, see some stuff on Twitter about that. Because that, Washington is going to have a gadgety offense. Because mm-hmm. yes. Samuel can run out, line up at uh, sure. running back, and uh, you know the running back can go to wide receiver in the slot. Well, Gibson. I mean, Gibson's a, a running back, around. but not by not by you right. Know, so uh, they can move around. Sure. And then I, I do think that will they will we we have not seen the final piece of the wide receiver corp yet. I, I think that's probably true. Now they could address it in the draft because again, and there's so many studs. There's a ton the of studs. There's a bunch of second tier guys that. Kuyper saying, if these guys blossom as, as rookies or second year, they could outperform some of these top five or six right. guys. There so, will be. You know, there's going to be some Washington players. in the first three rounds will draft their wide receiver. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if they didn't with, with the gluttony of, yeah, of receivers. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to draft an offensive tackle. They're going to draft a linebacker, and they're going to draft the wide receiver. Yeah. Well, another thing to watch out for, too, is you know, free agency is not done yet. No, not at and, all. And, you know, something like 30 or 40 of the top 100 are still out there. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they're gonna, you know, it's like, well, they don't want to be caught without a chair when the song ends, so they're going to sign for less money. And, you know, with especially on defense, who wouldn't want to come here? I mean, we haven't really talked about it. It's Jackson, right? Is that his name? The corner? Yeah. Oh, the guy yeah. from Cincy? Him yeah. and Fuller. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, I mean, that's a pretty yeah. good... Yeah. Well, I, that was one I wasn't expecting at Me all. Me neither. But I, I like it now that I hear about it, you know. And, and he even kind of said, he's like, you know, Washington is where you want to go if you're on defense. Well, you again, so, Del Rio, man, getting Rivera was huge for stability. The fact that Del Rio came with him and decided to be the D- DC is equally as important, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they just anchor the, the level of professionalism and how you're going to get coached and win a free agent's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to well, go to Washington yeah. because of... It's like, wow, what a far cry that is from the uh, well, previous regime. It was, it was good to get Fitzpatrick early. It was. Because yeah. that sort of enticed I, – I, even though he said it didn't really matter, I bet that Samuel was waiting to see, look, I don't want freaking Tyler Henneke throwing to me. I don't know who the <laughs> fuck Tyler Henneke is. Right. I, I want my stats. I want my balls. Mm-hmm. And having Fitzpatrick – Having a gunslinger back there helps. Fitzpatrick yeah. there, man, because you know you got to meet incentives, right? His base salary is not – all of his money, right? Right. He's got to meet that shit, and you want a gunslinger mm-hmm. who's going to not going to be able to pray to throw it well, in there. I well, agree. Yeah, and what I'm thinking is, you know, I think the two biggest needs on deer, what linebacker and safety. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I'm, for sure. That's where I'm wondering. You get a guy who's like, you know what? Some, you know, some team offered me two years, you know, six million per. Washington's only wants to give me one by six, but you know what? I'll get a bigger contract in two years. Yep. Or you know, after next season, I'll I'll go there for the one year because it can't help but look good in that defense. Yep. So that's kind of what I'm banking on. Yeah, man. It's going to be exciting. You know what? It's, I'm not overly optimistic. I still think Dallas. You're never, is, never overly optimistic. I, I still think Dallas is the best team in the division because yeah. I think they have the best quarterback by far. Let me ask you an honest question. Does Dak start at the beginning of the season next year? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that injury was horrific. Yeah. It was. I, I think so, but I, I do think I remember hearing not long after you know the surgery or anything, they were like, you know, this is not an Alex Smith situation. Okay, he's you know it's going to take time, and, and yeah, maybe the first four or six games he's not a hundred percent. Right, but I, it's just again from what I heard months ago, they're not worried. They're not worried about it. Let's okay. just put it that gotcha. way. Gotcha. But I, I'm with you. I think I think Dallas is the best team in the division. Yeah, talent wise. But I think, I think Mike McCarthy didn't just not know how to coach last year. Right. He, he think, knows what he's uh, doing. Some people would debate that. I think. <laughs> but, I, I think. Look, I I I do debate that because <laughs> what happens when you don't have fucking Aaron Rodgers? 
But it is a quarterback-driven league. I mean, yeah. it know, is. defenses, they can't play pressure. They can't play you know man press. They can't put hands on people, and they do that. So quarterbacks can have easy targets and score points and generate. And Dak Prescott can do that. He, he, he can. And, I, I mean, wonder, Tom Brady, Exhibit A, it's, of course it's gonna, a quarterback. I wonder move. if he's going to run like he used to. <clears throat> Probably not. I, you know, so that may affect him as well. Um, Washington has closed the gap. That's they have. What they've done. They've closed the gap on the rest. They should win eight games. Mm-hmm. Eight, you know, eight at minimum. I mean, that's you know, they if are they, they playing seventeen this year? I think. I want to say that they haven't decided for sure yeah, yet. I don't know that. I think basically, I think this could be completely wrong. I think they basically have that game built in. Like, if we play seventeen, I mean, I think skins play the Bills. That's ah. what, but but I don't know. Shit, if I hope we don't play seventeen. I I, but I think <laughs> I don't know if it's just because of COVID or whatever else. Why can't we I don't, play the yeah, Bengals? I know, right? Um, I don't think that they have decided for sure, as far as I know. No, I think this team, I think you're dead on. I think they're right about a 500 team. Get a couple breaks, win a couple close games, you win nine. You you have a a, a bad beat. They're not going to be a high-scoring team. But they're going to score, if they can just score three to four more points a game. They will be way more competent offensively, though. Yeah, You don't have, like, the guaranteed uh, three and out to start the half or whatever (laughs) they've been doing. Start the game. Oh, you'll probably have a guaranteed pick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with Fitz back there. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes get all big. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else for the week, gents? Go Caps, baby. Go Go Caps. Caps. You're all I got left. Let's go, boys. Let's, uh, you know, let's continue the run. And um, now I just want to see them stay healthy here down the stretch. Spring ball started today up in Morgantown, and Same. I just they yeah. get they cut. I I saw some of the videos, and they broke the huddle saying "fuck Maryland," so they're getting ready. To nice, go. <laughs> nice, good rivalry to start the year. I wonder how many fans will be allowed in Maryland. <laughs> I hope I'm not one of them. <laughs> I hate that game. I know you do. It's a lose lose for you. It is, man. Because if I, I I can't talk shit, like yeah, whatever, fucking asshole, you're supposed to win, right? But if Maryland wins, but you can't help yourself. I take, I take. You can't, you can't not talk shit before, during, and after the game, though. It's just not You know what was infuriating one time? West Virginia getting the shit kicked out of them. It's raining in Baltimore, and yep. Todd's got his shirt off for no fucking reason. <laughs> it was warm. It felt tropical. Yeah. It was pouring that day. Why the fuck did you have your shirt off? <clears throat> I don't remember. Oh, he was hammered. You were soaked. No, I was driving that day. I wasn't hammered. Oh, really? Yeah. You just pull your shirt. You're that guy? Okay. I guess. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. You were probably feeling sexy. I was. It was years ago, Jerry. It was years it ago. Was. <laughs> yeah, I know, that, I that was seriously a long now ass time I wear, ago. Now I wear two shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wings, beers, and tears. Be safe out there. Get your vaccines. Get them. Little, little Leah, whatever his name is. I forgot his name. Yeah. He's going down, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's going to cry. <laughs> See, oh, the heck, trash talk is already, already started. Yeah, might be uh, it's going to be a long build-up to if that I game. I could name one West Virginia defender, I would say he's going to stop him, but I <laughs> forgot all their names. Uh, West Virginia's going to win by 20 like they always do. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get my hopes up. Uh, so, right. till next time, wings, beers, and tears. See ya. Peace. Later.